0: This episode of In the Word, On the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word, On the Go. Deepak serves as the pastor of Biblical Counseling and Families at Capitol Hill Baptist Church, located in Washington, D.C. He also serves on the board of directors of the Biblical Counseling Coalition. He's married to Sarah, and they have five children. Deepak's also the author of several books and articles, including a new series of devotionals published by P&R, which deal with everyday struggles, struggles like contentment, grief, anger, forgiveness. I hope you'll check out this series as they come out. Deepak, welcome back to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here, Chan.
0: So, Deepak, what verse do you have for us today?
1: We've got 2 Kings 5, verses 11 and 12. But Naaman went away angry and said, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the spot and cure me of my leprosy. Are not Abana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be cleansed? So he turned and went off in a rage.
0: Well, I look forward to hearing what you have to say about these verses. They're not ones that I would expect as meeting the descriptor of favorite verses of the Bible. So tell us, why are these verses among your favorites?
1: Well, I am like all the rest of humanity. I'm a prideful man, and I need to have verses in my life. That deal with pride. Hmm. So there, there's a lot of rich verses in the New Testament that help us, like James four six. God opposes the proud and shows grace to the humble. Right. Yet yeah, this, this is a story that illustrates, uh, I think, how God deals with our pride. And, and as we open up the story, it helps us to see how um, how God can help us in in dealing with our pride
0: always a good reminder. We need to be reminded about the need to fight against pride and to cultivate humility in our lives regularly. So I'm glad you picked these verses. So if you were to put these verses in your own words, then Deepak, what would that sound like?
1: It would be something like I'm not a leper. I'm a great and mighty warrior. This is Naaman speaking. Right. I came here expecting a huge show in healing me and aren't the rivers in my country better than the mangy rivers here in Israel? Why did I travel so far? Are, are, are not the rivers in Damascus much better than the rivers of Israel? Why am I bothering traveling so far to hear this message?
0: All right, I want to read it again. Before we do that, what's the context that leads up to these verses?
1: Yeah, so the, the sto- this is dropping in the middle of a story. It starts with Naaman, who is the mighty commander over Syria, and he's described as a, as a great man, highly regarded by the king, a man of great valor. At the end of verse 1, we learn that Naaman has leprosy. Hmm. And after all the accolades, the end of that verse lands like a thud. This great man has a skin disease, and he doesn't know how to find healing, or there's no rescue for him. So we then learn that God brings this girl from Israel to Naaman's home, and she has the, the information that's key to his rescue. She knows that there is a God who can rescue him. And she tells Naaman's wife about a prophet in Israel. So Naaman then, in his enthusiasm, rushes to the king of Syria. And this king of Syria sends him to the king of Israel. The king of Israel panics. And while he's panicking, then Elisha finds out about this and says, Send Naaman to me. So Naaman, with his entourage and all his money and all his goods, shows up at Elisha's door. And Elisha, rather than going to the door of this great commander, sends a messenger. This is verse 10, right before the verses that, that we're talking about. It says, go wash yourself seven times in the Jordan, and your flesh will be restored, and you will be cleansed. That was the, the message from the messenger that Elijah sent to the door while Naaman was standing there waiting for a healing and an answer
0: and in verses 11 and 12 which i'm going to read we get naaman's response to the instructions of elisha so i'm going to read out of the christian standard bible beginning in verse 11 2 kings 5 but naaman got angry and left saying I was telling myself, he will surely come out and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and cure the skin disease. Aren't Arbana and Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Couldn't I wash in them and be clean? So he turned and left in a rage. As we look at this verse, how would you apply this verse to someone who is thinking about it, maybe for the first time?
1: Yeah, I mean, the the first application would be God opposes our pride, Hmm. that God's not just going to let us sit in our pride because... Naaman was offended because Elisha was treating him like a leper, hmm. not like a great, mighty commander. Wow. So he was frustrated that this two-bit messenger came to the door. Elisha didn't even bother. Because you look at the very beginning of it, it says, I thought that he would surely come out to me. Right. That's what he starts with. I, I thought he would come to the door even. Why wouldn't he even show me respect And come to the door. He just sent his little mangy messenger. And and so he's frustrated because he's come all this way. And instead, what Elijah does is say, you know what? Just go to the river here in Israel and cleanse yourself by washing yourself seven times and you'll be healed. This is not what I expected. This is not what expected God to do. So he
0: wants healing on his own terms, not the simple way that the Lord wanted. He wants a big show and big lights because he's a big guy who's got an issue that he wants fixed.
1: Yeah, very much so. And actually what you find out is before he left, he loaded himself up with goods and gold and all kinds of material because he was ready to buy healing. Mm. I'm, I'm sure that's what he encountered in Syria. He encountered all the faith healers who did all kinds of things or all the false God priests who did all kinds of things. And so he was ready to get what he needed. And yet Elijah just gives him this simple cleansing ritual. Do
0: you see these verses as having parallel significance to the way we receive the gospel of Jesus Christ today?
1: Oh, sure. We have all kinds of expectations for God. And in our pride, we expect God to operate a certain way in our life. You just think of the the things that we wrestle with. God, why didn't you heal me of this cancer? Hmm. Or God, why didn't you save my child? Or God, why aren't you making the shame and guilt go away? God, there are all kinds of things that we expect from Him. Uh and, and, and yet, what is He doing? God opposes our pride. He upends us in our pride. He doesn't give it to us on our terms. He gives it to us on His terms. He gives us the gospel in a in a way that probably none of us would have ever conceived landing in our own life in the way that it does and rearranging our internal world and then eventually our whole life.
0: So if that's the way that God acts toward us, what does that teach us about what he's like?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, God is jealous for his own children, that he's he's not going to leave us in our sin, but he's going to rescue us from our foolishness and our pride. And part of the way he does that is going to be offensive to us. Hmm. He's, he's He's willing to offend our pride in order to help us face up to it and deal with our sin.
0: So, God deals with us by his grace in a way that meets our need and exalts himself as our savior instead of us getting that place yes so deepak thanks for being with us today would you pray this verse for all of us as we close
1: lord we 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 all struggle with pride we we all are are foolish in our own ways and so we need you uh, as, as hard as this is to pray we need you to come and oppose our pride rearrange our expectations Help us to grow in our faith and trust of you, that you are supreme, that you know what's best for us, and that you love us through all of this. We pray in your Son's name. Amen. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to In the Word on the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast, or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.